Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of EMS Insight. I'm Tim Nowak, the founder and CEO of Emergency Medical Solutions and the podcast host for EMS Insight. Uh, with this edition, I wanted to look at intubation. Intubation not only as the, the skill, the difficulty, but as far as the challenge of intubation. And really, I want to challenge you as paramedics, as advanced care providers, to intubate more often. Now, having said that, we don't intubate in the field very often. So when we have a skill that is a high acuity, low frequency event, to me, that means that we need to do much more training on it to maintain that comfort, to maintain that skill set. So my challenge to you going into 2019, going into your next training session, and certainly I'm doing this now as an educator to stand up for what I believe in as well, is I'm going to force the hand of the paramedics that I teach, force the hand of the paramedics that I work with, and make them intubate. So my challenge to my providers, to the agencies, the students, the clients that I work with, will be to every single month intubate a, a mannequin patient. Now, each of these mannequins is going to be a different mannequin every month, a different piece of equipment every month, different positionings. And this month, I'm actually starting out right out of the gate, very strong with digital intubation, kind of a lost skill. So practice early, practice often, practice regularly, put yourself in uncomfortable positions in the practice mode in the classroom or in simulation so that hopefully if you have to do this or when you have to do this, you're not going to be as uncomfortable. You'll at least have seen it in some way, form or another, even if it's in the classroom setting or simulation, that's still better than nothing and still can actually be very, very beneficial for you. So my challenge to you, my intubation challenge to you, is to intubate more. And if you're an instructor or an administrator and you have that ability, force the hand. Heck, if I was in charge of an ambulance service, before you even put your, your gear on the rig or before you get the keys for the day, I would make you intubate. And again, different position, different mannequin, every week it would change up, but make your providers intubate. And if that means that you can get 50 intubations out of them in a year, outstanding. Because I would bet that otherwise, you're probably getting maybe three at best. So force their hand, make them intubate. The, the key behind this is that let's not make this or allow this to be a lost skill or to be a lost art. We get criticized in our industry because we miss intubations. We're not very successful with it. Well, you know what? Bullshit. It's time for us to stand up, and it's time for us to actually take ownership of this skill, to take ownership of this task, and do it. You know, stop being so damn lazy and do it. And if that means you need to intubate in classroom setting, fine, wonderful. So just get more practice, get more repetition, and jump into this. Intubation shouldn't be difficult. Now, yes, there are patients that present in difficult situations, but having said that, we should be cautious going into those anyway. So for the patients that have poor malampedi scores, lemon law is not making all that much sense for them, they have no neck, barely any chin, they're obese, we shouldn't even be considering or looking at intubation as a primary option anyway. So 
why are we setting ourselves up for failure on these patients by attempting intubation when we know right off the bat that they're going to be more difficult or atypical or abnormal. Now, as far as an intubation attempt, what I, what I define that as is basically the tube passing the teeth. Simply going in and looking with a blade to me is not an intubation attempt. Now, you shouldn't dilly-dally with it and waste anyone's time, but to me, that's just assessing what you have. And if on the outside I can't do that as well, and I feel as though it's in my best clinical judgment to take a look, I'm going to do that. If I pass a tube, if it goes past the teeth, that to me is an intubation attempt. And I think agencies need to define that within their scope, talk with their medical director, get consensus by the providers, and within the administration itself. So we we need to practice this more and we need to force the hand of our providers to make sure that we do indeed do this. And whenever we do have situations where we aren't successful, we need to self-reflect. We need to analyze why did we miss this? Did we have a plan for plan B? Was it already set in place? Uh, did you use the wrong equipment? If you're used to using a 4MAC, then why switch to a 2 or a 2 Miller when it's a pediatric patient. In all reality, just don't shove it down their gullet just as far. Just quite bluntly, that's why not. So why switch up your equipment just because it's a kid? Or switch devices just because, oh, now there's a video, laryngo a video laryngoscope that's available. The biggest thing I'm noticing with video laryngoscopy is that if you do not practice well enough, if you're, you're, if you're now working with like a hyper-curved or hyper-flex blade and you're not used to that or a rigid stylet, you are going to fail. So you need to practice this a lot before you even attempt it on a patient. So were you using the wrong equipment? Are you familiar with how to use a bougie? Uh, a bougie? And again, did you have plan B set up already before you went into plan A? Or did you panic? In which case, if you did panic, you need more practice. So my challenge to you is intubate early, intubate often, intubate every month, intubate every shift. I'm Tim Nowak. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, see you next time. I apologize. I, I took a little bit of a break in between here. Scheduling just didn't work out in my favor, so I'll try to keep more regular uh, scheduling with the podcast. Uh, feel free to reach out, insight at emergencymedicalsolutionsllc.com, and then also to subscribe to my uh, magazine, The EMS Director. So go to emsdirector.com. And uh, you can subscribe there, or you can shoot me an email with your uh, contact information. And that's to products at emergencymedicalsolutionsllc.com. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Stay safe.